This podcast is brought to you by Place Pros, commercial and investment real estate. And NicoTour.boutique, your one-stop shop for everything cool. Are we on? Cool. Kim, Somber Mercy, good to see you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. How were your holidays? They were good. They were chill. Yeah. Just very low-key this year, which I kind of needed, so. Yes. What have you been up to? I feel like... I haven't caught up with you in about a year. Yeah, when we did the, um, we were well, we definitely saw each other at the bikini swimming class, but we also there was right. the fashion walk uh, over at Derek Gore's not too long ago. Right. Oh, right. I saw your clothing <laughs> for sure, and I <laughs> might have said hi, but it was like so quick. I know those events are so fun and quick, and yeah, they happen in the blink of an eye. And yeah. I haven't seen you in months. What have you been up to? So I've been uh, really dialing everything kind of in with my music. Okay. Um, Because I also do like a comic on the side, uh, and I mean I've been helping. What do you mean? Um, I do web comic. It's called Et Girl, and I've been doing that for about four years or so. So I drop one uh, new graphic novel every year. I actually sell them over at Famous Faces. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I had no idea. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. (laughs) So it's great, but it takes a lot of my my free time and absolutely. um, It's like an ongoing saga where I've got another like at least five or six volumes. Wow. Do you have like a following there? Yeah, I have a big, pretty big following on webtoons. Over a hundred thousand. views and like i think about like 500 or so a little more than 500 people who follow that one so yeah cool okay (laughs) what else um so yeah i've been working on building my website for for somber mercy because uh i kind of realized dividing my time between the art and the music was just not not gonna work so well so this year i've i've made the tough decision but it's also one i'm proud of to be like okay i'm not gonna spread myself too thin and i'm going to just like save the comic for like next year and i'm going to spend this whole year doing something i've never tried before which is scary which is like i'm just going to focus in on like the music and i've also actually um i'm in business with a friend of mine it's called aonic media and we're trying to do like a think like groundswell but for creatives specifically really yeah i just worked with groundswell so that's interesting so tell me more about that so it would just be a hub yeah right now what we're doing is we're building websites uh we're doing seo uh, like media marketing if people want to um like if a musician wants to be recorded we can do mixing and mastering for them as well you'll have a studio in there yeah like we're gonna well we're gonna have our own separate studio but he is currently um my business partner uh well i have two mark and josh josh actually does work with groundswell right now so he's been um helping supporting yeah yeah, he's wow. he's uh, on as a, a coach. Of, um, oh, really? Like he does the the free business coaching. Yeah, that they provide. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's amazing! Do you guys have like a brick and mortar? We're working our way up to it. So as we're getting clients, because we just launched this like a month ago, um, then like we're gonna have an, a. The dream is that the physical space will be, uh, it'll have different like at least three different rooms. Okay. One where we do consultation. For like like I'm gonna help people with like brand discovery. Like, like I want to help like artists like figure out their like why like why they're doing what they're doing and like develop like just basically build their branding out for like cool. music and yeah. other creative ventures. And then I also want like a space where like they can film social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so just something that's got a nice backdrop. They, they'll already have like a tripod set up. They'll have access to a bunch of social media tools because like I really want to push the idea of like. I want artists to be able to be artists and 
to understand that content creation is a separate job and while they do need to learn it I don't want it to consume them because a lot of artists feel like I can't keep up and I'm not a good artist if I'm doing uh, if I'm not doing content creation well and it's like no it's a separate job like yeah. it's okay if you're not good yeah. at it yeah <laughs> and then you need the ring light and the tripod yeah. and for an artist like that's 20 bucks that's 40 bucks like it adds it, up yeah it totally adds up so you want to make like a warehouse a place where they could just come in and it's all set for yeah. them is it just for musicians or are you thinking uh, all anyone sort of art yeah, anyone's creative, they got creative adventures online. Um, it doesn't just need to be creative. Like right now, a lot of the clients we're working with are like just people who need websites, like regular people that need websites built, yeah. uh, apps designed, anything to help push their um Are you guys going to do the social media? Um, we'll either, we'll, we have tools to help with it. So whether that's things like Facebook, like ad marketing campaigns or um, SEO buildups or anything like that. So yeah, we could, okay. we're working on maybe like a package where we could like offer a membership where we do some level of it for people. Yeah, or so, teach them the skill. Yeah, I'm, I'm on working on the, the courses where I'll teach people. <laughs> really? Cool, wow. Okay, you said there yeah. were three rooms. What's the third one? Um, the So yeah, one is consulting, the other one's for social media, and then the third one's gonna be for um uh for the actually the mixing and mastering so like people have like a it's like a studio where people can come in they can record and get everything cool mixed and mastered wow so. and how did you meet those two um so josh i met last year at an open mic night here actually in downtown Ogale. really yeah what did he do on the open mic uh well he came to check out other people when he saw me sing and then he was like hey I have a I, I was oh. in the, like looking for a DJ at the time and he's like oh I DJ and I have a studio that's right here in town you want to go check it out and I was oh, like wow. yeah that's Isn't the universe that funny how yeah that happens yeah. I feel like that that's kind of what happened <gasps> with Jesse too really? yeah that's awesome yeah I love that when the universe just like yeah it puts you in the home. right place at the right time or I don't know yeah you, people gravitate to what they need yeah, and okay. then Mark kind of came along with Josh because he knew him. So I only met him recently. He's a really cool guy. What's his capacity? Like, what is he doing? He, he does, like, the music, the production side, and he also oh. does the websites. Oh, great. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, good luck on that. But you yeah. focus 2023 on the music. Yeah, so um, I've decided to upgrade my gear. I'm going to have okay. more music videos coming out. I'm working on at least two of them right now. The one I have for Palingenesis, which was a song I dropped last year, is it's so like the footage is amazing. Really, we worked six months with a friend I have out in Orlando. Um, her name uh, is Alexa. She's got a YouTube channel called Alexa the Great, and she just started her uh, YouTube stuff, uh -huh. basically. And she was like, "Hey, I'd love to like work with you on a music video." And so I have all the footage from her. It's just a matter of like editing it together. Putting it together, yeah. And I'm so motivated because I'm like this, like I look at it, I'm like, gosh, you got some killer footage. Yeah. And so I'm like, we're going to get it done. And and then I even played around with a new camera I just bought to try to see what I could do, sim like a simple video. Yeah. Um, because I do want to start growing my YouTube channel where I'm going to like talk You have a about. YouTube channel? I have three right you now. You have three. <laughs> all right. Tell us what they are. Okay. Um, one is Somber Mercy. Okay. The other one is called The Planet's Dreamer, and that's the one that encapsulates all of my, um, like I do how-tos and art and comic like tutorials for like, I talk about ET Girl, my comic in there, but I'm basically helping like artists and storytellers like make their own comics and cool. stuff. Okay. And then my third one's like a fashion, uh, it's like mainly Japanese street fashion and like um, my like, you know, clothing hauls and cute. What is that one logs. called? That one's called, um, 
Kimba Darling, I think, or no, I think it's just Kim Darling. Kimba Darling is my Instagram for it. Darling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I love when you make clothing. It's yeah, ama- it's kind of amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how much are you dedicating to that? Um. So right now, I I was dividing my time between all three of these. Yeah. Right now, I've kind of honed in on I'm going to just be focusing on my music channel. Okay. But uh, I have lots of content already dropped on on both of those channels. Mm -hmm. So if people want to check out the fashion side of things or things like that, basically, once I get things up and running with my music one, I I have content planned for the other channels. It's just a matter of like transitioning my time. Yeah. Do it. Are you editing on your own? I do. And actually, it's a whole new venture right now because I just got a new computer and I've been using Windows Movie Maker. I know you are. <laughs> which was not like the best thing, but I got so attached to it. Yeah. And now I've actually, I was like scared to make the leap, but I learned DaVinci Resolve recently. Oh, good. That's so, what Jesse yeah. recommends. Yeah, yeah. It's it's good. It's, um, I'm, I'm so happy the learning curve. It's, it's there, but it's not as tough as I thought it would be. Yeah. No, I've even heard it in like the TV industry, really? which is kind of crazy because between like Avid and Final Cut, there was never a third one mentioned. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm eager to try it. What do you use? Um, at work, I use Avid. Okay. At home, I might do like a subscription of like Final Cut, yeah. um, but it just depends. I, I really want to try DaVinci. Yeah, it's good. It's The tools are really like intuitive you can just go really deep with the layer of tools yeah you know, yeah. So. Ooh, yeah fun. okay um so just music <laughs> i say just music and then i'm like well <laughs> right well there's <laughs> more <laughs> yeah i'm like oh um i've been um I, I i think that i've learned recently that mixing music with fashion is really where i want to go yeah. um it was it was brought up to me a few times after i i worked with space swap and i realized um, actually that, that those things were tied. Um, Allie, who, who runs Space Swap, had mentioned it a few times, and I was like, you know, I really think if I put two and two together, I don't need to run them as separate endeavors. Right. So I want to build that out more this year. There's going to be some awesome things in the works. I don't want to spoil it, but that where I'm going to be combining fashion a little bit more with music. Okay. Um, more well, than just... you do that anyway. Yeah. Can we look at some of your outfits? Like, they're all so cool. Are you making all of these? Like, the one with the hands, I love. <laughs> the uh, So, the yeah, I can point out which ones I've made. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Where are we? Oh, is this your... Um... Oh, my stories. So, early on, that was 2019, so that was... Yeah, you love younger most of that was just stuff where i was putting together outfits yeah when did you start making your own stuff i've technically been sewing for a long time but i started making dresses specifically for music that red dress that i'm wearing and the that top one yeah that's the first one that i made for um oh yeah (laughs) for for somber mercy did you make the skirt that one i made the outfit underneath um, yeah, if you scroll down, I can show you. There's like, uh, I usually like take stills. stills, yeah, of each one. So, like, and that the one. blue one, yeah, you made that one, right? You did yeah. like a whole tutorial or I did a yeah. follow along, which I enjoyed. I, I did, you know, it's funny. The reason why I did it mm-hmm. was uh, because I realized I get a lot of people who tell me, 
wow, you do a lot of things and you always seem to be hustling and you're so like yeah. amazing. And like, they'll yeah. think that I'm like perfect almost. And I don't like that <laughs> where I'm like, I don't think people understand like that. I don't actually know what I'm doing sometimes. That, so that's refreshing because yeah, I mean, I think when you put yourself out there, that's, because I'm sure you're like me, like you're going to notice all the flaws that are still yeah. in the garment. But all of us are like, wow, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, <laughs> like, look at what she did. And yeah. she had time to record d doing it. Like, it's just nice. And that's yeah. that's the nice thing about um, content creation, right? Like yeah. you get to share you and, you know, all that you do. And it, I, it inspires people. Well, thank you. Yeah, my... Did you make this? I um, sewed the heart on the front of that one. Um, it was I love those hearts. They've been like yeah. vibing in my head, like the the Virgin Mary hearts and all that. Yeah, I, I find it. I don't know. I've always been drawn to it. I mm -hmm. found the imagery really beautiful. I decided to study Me things too. about like the sacred heart and yeah. all that. And I just I, I want to keep it as part of my imagery because, yeah, something I, I realized was like, so everyone on the internet, especially on social media, puts their best foot forward, their best face forward. Yeah. And to some degree, people can can settle with liking that people are like, wow, you're so this, you're so that. And I, when I noticed, I was like, well, what I'm trying to embody with my music is showing all sides of what it means to be human. Mm -hmm. That Then that, what it does is it forces me to think outside the box when I notice I'm doing that thing with social media, I'm making it all curated. And I'm like, I, I really want people to see yeah. the nitty gritty underside that I, because vulnerability is really important to me in my work. So yeah, like <laughs> it, it embodies like the music that you make. A lot yeah. of your lyrics are very vulnerable, very touching, you know. Well, thank you. Oh, I just love those outfits though too. That was a fun one. That one, I cut the bottom part out from under the skirt so it would be sheer. And then I made that, uh, the puff sleeve harness, because I realized, like, I want to wear puff sleeves with everything. So if yeah. I just make a harness, I can put them on anything. I mean, like, I could see you doing, like, a whole show. You know, just, yeah. like, getting a bunch of mannequins, the way they do, like, a Christian Dior show up in New Ooh, York. I love like, Christian And Dior. you can just walk around your garments yeah. and just really look at them closely and... Look at this dress did you make that <laughs> i did yeah that was the one of the funnest ones i made i did that for rockledge gardens the space swap show we did like moon and bloom how many outfits of these do you think you have oh i've already counted <laughs> i have about 30 that i've made yeah and that does that's just the ones i've made like that does include things i've Girl, tailored in my wardrobe you need to like showcase them Some, <laughs> would you ever like sell them or like what do you what do you do with them you're just going to keep them like in an archive <laughs> so that's a good point i have a don't have a lot of space and because i did notice i was kind of running low on it um there's two methods i'm moving forward with with my creation of my pieces uh, one is that i make pieces that are now versatile they need to be able to be like stuff i can Replicate. Where, like, like, so, like, the mint dress is actually two pieces. So then I can wear just the top or the or just okay. the bottom. So then it doesn't because together they can look kind of crazy if I wear that in public and not do a show. <laughs> right. But if I just make, I the, see. The other option I want would really like to do is I want to collaborate with other designers. So then I'm not only just wearing my stuff. 
because my wardrobe will fill up really fast. But if I can collaborate with other designers, then I will, I'm happy to showcase their piece and I will give them a shout out yeah. or something if they want me to wear their thing. And then, so then I'm also collaborating not just with the music community, but the fashion community. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of something I have in mind. Do you um, think there's a fashion community here? I've heard that people want there to be one. Like, they want to build one up. Um, I've heard just the little rumors yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. That would be great. But I think you should pioneer that. I think you need to do a show. I think you need people to see and, like, because there is. There's a small, tiny community where people like to sew yeah <laughs> they like to create i think after i met you i took the leap forward i was like i met you in the back we were doing your music video yeah and i was like asking you about your clothes and you said it started with cosplay it did when i was 11 years old i made my first uh cosplay outfit um and then because my grandma's taught me how to sew and okay okay so, so you had some skill passed down to you yeah it was really crappy skill at the beginning <laughs> when I was 11 and made my first costume I was like I just I was happy to jump into something even if I didn't really know what I was doing yeah and uh I think what really helped solidify it for me was I went to something called FX show it was like a kind of like a when Megacon was kind of early there was another one trying to start up called FX show okay and I think uh I went to that and I dressed as Mitoko from Love Hina. And uh, because they were so impressed that I was so young and had made my own outfit, they helped me move on to like the, they picked, chose me to go on to the finals round. Oh, it was like a contest? Yeah, and I met, I went to the Hard Rock Cafe in Orlando. Oh. My dad and my sister went out there to support me. And I actually met like the guy who plays Freddy Krueger and um, someone from Harry Potter. I. We have it all in video. Cool. Uh, the girl from uh, Firefly, the um, uh, the main lady, the I don't remember her name. Um, oh, Firefly. Uh, or well, they also made a movie called Serenity afterwards. Firefly was like a TV show. It was like in the early two thousands. Okay. But yeah, it was. Uh, I didn't know who any of these actors were, so I was like one of the only people not freaking out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were like, "Hey, man." What's yeah, up? I just talked to them. <laughs> that like was they probably were refreshing for them. <laughs> yeah, everyone else behind the stage was like freaking out. They're like, "Oh my gosh, it's these people." I'm like, "I don't know who these people." Yeah. Are. So uh, that That's I think cool. that gave me a boost to be like confident to keep doing it. Yeah, so. totally. Did you grow up here in Melbourne? Um, not at first. Uh, from the age eleven on, I did. But okay. But before then, I lived all up and down the the the, the coast. Like uh, I lived in Pennsylvania and North Carolina and uh, Virginia. So why did how did you land here? My dad lives here. So um, when I came to live with my dad, I was like cool i always liked florida i'm happy to stay here like I don't, okay don't want to move around what school did you go to uh west side at first west for talking elementary and then i yeah southwest and bayside okay cool yeah did you did you like it um it was public school i mean i know <laughs> i was unrecognizable then because i thought i was an introvert so I had no fashion sense. Uh, really? I, yeah, I had like bangs that would cover up my face, and like someone actually mistaken me for a boy because I'd wear oversized t-shirts and cargo pants. Like, it's like, yeah. So I had no fashion sense back then. What happened? Like, how how the transformation? Um, I think, I think part of it was. Ha because I admired my dad. My dad kind of raised me, so I mirrored 
his fashion sense and stuff. He had fashion sense? No, I'm thinking like, I, that's why I dressed like a boy. And then mm. when I became older, I was like, I'm missing that's my funny. femininity. And so I like dove into um, a Japanese street fashion that's called Lolita. It has nothing to do with the book. Okay. But it's sort of like a overly hyper feminine, cute dolly fashion. Um, it's very suitable for a lot of people of different ethnicities. Like a lot of uh, like Muslim women like it because you can like it, it involves it you covered. being fully covered. Oh, really? Just yeah. very frilly. Yeah, but yeah, you can wear like a cute dress and like cute wigs, and so that like really helped me. Once I like basically pushed myself into hyper femininity, I've now cranked it back, and I've chosen my own like preferred version. But yeah, yeah but it's still feminine. Um, can I ask what happened with your mom? Like. Um, so she, basically my parents like were, they got divorced when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, I lived my first half of my life with her. Uh, it was kind of rough. I lived on a farm in the middle of nowhere. Wow. Yeah. Like the like a real fact. farm. Yeah. Like, uh, like we were so close to the Amish country. We literally saw a horse-drawn oh. carriage go down the street oh, where I lived. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, we were like, um, like think like the movie Signs, like <laughs> where it's like the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like that. Okay. So like very secluded. Yeah. Did you guys talk to the Amish or no, they were secluded too? Yeah, not really. Like the one time they passed by, I was like, hey, because I'm obsessed with horses. So when I saw the horse, I was like, <laughs> I need but to it was like hi. normal schooling and everything. Um, Yeah, I went to a uh, regular, I went to several different schools when I was a kid. So I don't even remember all okay. of them or the names. Yeah, yeah. But never landed. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't a great situation when I was a kid. I kind of had like a, I had a pretty rough childhood until i came to live with my dad okay i can say now happily that everything is much better with both my parents that's good yeah like i could not foresee that like i was i'm very happy that yeah that that's my parents yeah. are divorced too and it does take a lot of soul searching to yeah. sort of forgive you know the party that made things maybe a little heavier than they needed to be yeah right I think I recognized something beautiful I recognized when I started meditating a lot during like, I think it started during COVID, like 2020. Yeah. It just kind of clicked where I was like, my, so both my parents, the only things they have in common that kind of glued them together was they both made art together and they both loved music. And that's oh. me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is you. And me loving myself was me reconciling the differences of my parents, something they could never do. Yeah. So that was something where like it clicked where I was like, oh, like, like it's a really courageous act for me to like love myself because that's something that literally like I've not had no modeling. Yeah. So like it, it, yeah, it was just this beautiful thing where I was like, wow, like it also made sense why it's so, it's been so hard to like choose between the two. I'm like, do I want to do the art? Do I want to do the music? I'm like, they both you, represent both halves you. of me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so your dad, they were both artists to what yeah. medium? So my dad did comics early on. Oh, he did? Yeah. My mom wow. did watercolor illustration and she also did, wrote stories. Um, and she actually dived in and did the comics with him for a little while when they were married. Yeah. But um, she kind of went off more so with like, stories and music and then my dad always like he didn't get into music but he always he has a lot of music and like his appreciation a yeah okay yeah. and then you say you have a sister i have three sisters three sisters are they yeah. all here no they um they're like all over scattered the, yeah like 
they were all up in one state together and now they've kind of moved around and are you the youngest or the oldest middle middle child, middle child. Yeah. do you have the middle child syndrome definitely that's why yeah. uh i <laughs> that's why i have <laughs> turned my attention seeking f- into good by making music and yeah. as one does uh that's so inspirational <laughs> it's a Thank struggle yeah. so for you to continue to do it props to you yeah what about these masks here Oh, um, so the mask is, uh, that's made by a specific designer that I've been following on Instagram for a long time. I think I tagged her in it. She's got a very hard to pronounce name. I love the mask. Yeah. And the great thing is they're called blind masks because actually. Oh, they've got no holes? No, you can see through them. Oh. That's why I wanted it because I was like, I'm going to perform in this at some point. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the, they look great in photo shoots because they're doing most of the work because they're so intricate. Well, yeah, yes. So, yeah, I that was uh, I got that as a Christmas present. And um, I've just been, like, dying to use it for a, a, a gig. But I did get to use it at the fashion show thing with Derek. So I, was, I got to test that when I walked on stage. Cool. <laughs> I didn't fall, so I'm good. <laughs> what do your siblings think of your art? Um, they, they've all been under the impression, um, that I would always be like successful one day and all these they things. Always. They've been always very supportive. Oh, like that's good. they could see things in me before I could. They're like, Kim, you're, you're model-esque and all this oh, other stuff. So they like it's, supported you. We used to all watch America's Next Top Model together, like <laughs> for years. And so, yeah. And I didn't see it. I often was like, yeah, no, whatever. Cause I didn't get into modeling until... I was 27. So oh, wow. Okay. It was like only a few years ago that I decided, yeah, I'm going to do it. But so this is me trying to like honor what everyone else has seen in me as yeah. well. Yeah. So. It, it sounds like you've made some leaps along oh, yeah. the way, you know, from just like, yeah, accepting yourself, wanting to shape yourself into the, you know, whatever was missing in your life. And now here you are. It started with my sister, actually. My oldest sister was uh, big into photography, or she is. She's still, she likes okay, photography. Okay, so she's got the um, artsy bug. Yeah, she's also extremely good natural classical pianist. Um, she doesn't do it professionally. She just does it for fun. Uh-huh. Uh, and I remember we would go out and do photo shoots and, like, just around town. Yeah. And she would look at me and, like, I'd be making a pretty, like, whatever, just be chilling. And she'd be like, that's a perfect face. And then I'd make an ugly face, like, eh last minute and she'd be like don't do that she's like you don't see how pretty you are like you don't see and so ever since she said that like I've I've really got to know a lot of other photographers and um something I really love is that I've learned that like it's not just me Uh, a photographer can't help but impose their vision of their subject on their uh their subject yeah so it's great because then like what I can end up seeing is other people's perspectives of of you of me that I can't see so it's this beautiful thing where like I couldn't do it alone cool do you have favorite photographers in town that you work with uh yes I do um I've worked with uh so I have a friend, Steph, um, I believe hers is Cosmic Capture. Yeah. And that's yeah, who we worked with. Yeah. yeah she's, she's great. She's still working with her. Yeah. She did the photos for Rockledge Gardens. Oh, um, wonderful. And her work is just very like her visions really. Um, it's just really like she can take things to a level that I really enjoy, which is more like. Yeah. She's it's very soft. It's pretty. Yeah. Soft, pretty, very artistic. She's yeah. like, let's do some odd things. Like, yeah. It's also shapes. like surreal. Yeah. She did. She did a really good job. My other favorite is Cooper photo. 
Um, he, his work is very dynamic and bold. So most of my stuff where I see myself in a more dynamic, bold, kind of sexy way is like, that's, yeah. that's his work. Oh, and cool. it's been great. Like we even started playing around with the video. So um, that one of the videos I have on my uh, page that I did around Halloween where I've got the, the red dress on where it's like kind of slow-mo where mm. it's had like my hands on my back. That was just like a video test we did and I love how that came out. So yeah, yeah those are, yeah. So cool. All right, so 2024, you're gonna stick to your music but you were saying you're still gonna incorporate the fashion. Yeah. Um, do you see something like putting on a show? where like all your garments are on display? I'll say that uh, it's definitely something I've thought about and uh, no promises, but it it might be something yeah. that, that happens. I would go to that. The details, yeah, or something that um, I'd be looking into to really make it happen. Um, but I do feel like I've got a lot of people I've talked to that are very interested in wanting to do that as well. And so like, it's one of those things where it's a, uh, it's, We'll see. Yeah. Like, I'll leave we'll it. See. Yeah. <laughs> How's um, your relationship with Space Swap going to move forward now that they are closing up shop? I know they're not totally going away, but yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, it was interesting. When I first heard about it, I was I was like uh, sad. Yeah. And uh, she always puts like a positive spin on things. Yes. And she's not going anywhere. Exactly. Right? We yeah. We need to have her on the show, too. She's like a yes. force. Definitely. For mm -hmm. sure. Um, yeah. A. I was sad at first and then I, I noticed something really interesting actually. Uh, I noticed that I was excited. Really? And I thought that that was strange, but then I thought it, what it was was as things were falling into place, I thought, well, the something I get sad about with the way that the shop is now is that there's so many events I can't go to all of them. And so before when there was less events, I could go to all of them. So I personally don't mind if Spacewalk goes back to being sort of like a, however they choose to structure it, if it's more of like a pop-up yeah because event planning is what they're they're best at anyway and so yeah. I, I i'm excited to see new places they'll go maybe they'll like maybe it can even expand outside of just That's this area interesting right yeah for them to just be able to because you're right i never really thought about it that way but um yeah they had a knack for just creating these yeah. really original events yeah, and they would get like a lot of buzz because they had a lot of time like between each one. It was like three or four months at least between each event. So then. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it was quite I a thought while. it was like very back to back. It seems like they were always up to something. They are now. Yeah. For the last like since they have had the shop, it's like very back to back, which is awesome. It's like, why not? If we have a, like that's how I look at him. Like I, I used to own a shop and I get what it's like. It's like where it's like, how many things can we do? What yeah. can we do with know? the space like how yeah yeah so um but yeah it's like you had a shop i did yeah well when i owned a dress business for four years um when i was in the lolita fashion thing where i was talking about the japanese street fashion yeah uh i i owned a dress shop where i had my own original designs here in melbourne no i did it in tampa and oldsmar oh yeah and we had uh I've, i had clothing in from japan on consignment and Get so out. how did you do that how did you find my business partner she was um really good at like she sourcing could, it mm -hmm. oh yeah. my god how fun it was great we had girls coming down from like other states just to see it because uh, you couldn't get that kind of fashion unless you went to New York or California or Texas. Yeah. So we were the only thing on this coast that had it. Yes. So, and I had my shop for like, it was only like six months. It was a very short amount of time as oh, well. Really? It just, there wasn't enough. I mean, you oh, were, it was like breaking even. Yeah. So they were like, we can't. What's, 
why's it got to be that way? I know. I feel like there would be so many cooler things around if they were able to sustain. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's a conundrum. Yeah. Um, speaking of words, how do you come up with your lyrics? Ooh, okay. Because you said uh, the art of playing with words is something that you wouldn't mind chatting about. Yeah. Um, so the way that I make my lyrics is a little, little different, I think. Um, I, I've noticed that I'm not just a musician, it's, and I'm not just a comicer. I'm, I'm, the thing that ties the two together yeah. is I'm a storyteller. Yes. So I really can't write a song unless I'm telling some kind of story. And so what I do is I usually tell a mini story with each song and then the EP, which is usually four songs I drop for the whole year, that's an overarching narrative. So they'll all tie together. Oh, really? Yeah. That's really interesting. I've never, I didn't know you were doing that. Yeah. It's like methodical. And then it's also like gives you, um, you know, a stopping point in each song. You already have yeah. something to build on. Um, so what what theme was this past one? So this year I called uh, the EP Slow Wave. Slow Wave. And that's named after like, um, so that's the brain state that like, when you get into it, it's really deep and it's like good for you. Mm -hmm. uh, like a lot of kids are in that, like if you go and like, you know. Right, and you're in that for the first 10 minutes of waking. No, it's like the one where you're like, you know, like when you see a kid and you're like, oh, she's out. Like you could make, like you could be vacuuming and they won't wake up. Yeah. That's slow wave. Oh. Yeah. When we get older, we don't get as much of it. So oh. I know it's like something that I like miss where I'm like, oh, like it's, it's a thing that we need to value when we have it. Yeah. And um, also I'm a lucid dreamer. So I'm just like me and like I dreaming is like, I spend like half my life sleeping. I like sleep for 12 hours. So I'm like. Are you always lucid dreaming? Yeah always like I remember all of my dreams I write long like huge paragraphs when of did detail. that start I remember my first time I had it I was like four or five I fell into a giant toilet in my dream it was uh -huh. terrifying and then you knew it, you were dreaming um yeah well yeah I I kind of well when I was a kid I did you know once I woke up I was like yeah giant toilet clearly wasn't real but yeah, it, it was one of those things where like, I've gotten to the point, I've gotten so good at it, I can kind of start to figure out what's, like how to set off the lucid dreaming. Yeah. And then when I do, it's really funny. My brain doesn't, it's like the movie Inception. It doesn't want me to know. So right. it'll start like messing stuff up. Have you tried to look at a clock? Yeah, I actually can read books and stuff in dreams and I can remember strings of numbers. Most people can't. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So things oh, don't yeah. always shift. They they all they only shift sometimes. So Do you ever find like messages or like what do you what do you conclude with this ability because uh I I read the like Robert Monroe books and yeah. stuff and it was fascinating when he described um the astral projection like he was able to like pinch his friend yeah Did, have you read that book no but i've astral projected <laughs> tell me about that so interestingly it has a tie-in with somber mercy um well the name somber mercy came to me in a dream so okay um so astral i didn't couldn't astral project really and uh, until like uh after i had one of my last big health scares and I'd been hospitalized and um, it was pretty bad. I, I was in and out a lot. Was that recently? That was back in 2019. Okay. So nothing kicks you in the butt to say, do your music than a near death near experience. Death. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's what COVID t did to a lot of people. Yeah. It was like, you, you never know when a pandemic's coming, you better get off your ass and wake yeah. up, you know? 
exact yeah i wrote palingenesis about that because specifically i'm like i need something empowering for people to realize you can go through something tough and be, come out of it yeah yeah so okay so the first time i had the experience i was uh, just like a regular night of sleeping but i had this vision where i was laying on the bottom of a hill like a grassy hill mm-hmm. uh, in a field and there was like f- like three like black cloaked people around me and whatever they were doing i couldn't move like I've like kind of like when you get sleep paralysis yeah and I just remember looking over the hill and seeing like what looked like a blue like electrified outline of a person like kind of like slowly strolling towards me and I just had this absolute fear feeling of terror come over me like and all I could think was like I'm not ready to like leave this life yet like Mm -hmm. it kind of felt like that was my next like me or whatever or like were you Something? in the hospital when this dream happened? No, this was okay. like kind of like a weird forewarning that I was going to, to have sick. a situation where I'd be have no control. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the song that was playing for and I don't usually hear music in my dreams was I Can't See You in the Dark by Ray Brown. And so I just I just ran with that. I, I actually did. That was my year of shadow work. Mm-hmm. That I noticed so like a lot of people when they look at my profile the darker imagery I have mm-hmm. is my it comes from me studying Carl Jung and shadow work it is not like some people think like I've had to clarify like I'm not an occultist I don't have uh, I don't worship demons okay <laughs> I just like I just uh, want to play with the ideas of like everyone has light and dark elements we all have the angel and the devil on our shoulders right but yeah it has been a little bit somber yeah um do you think you'll you'll do music that's light someday in contrast yeah like the way that you went from your dad's fashion to this feminine yeah i think i think uh because it's really important to me to um, like embody the idea of like the world isn't black and white like we're kind of all of these things yeah um I would say my first EP, Heartbreak Breakthrough, was a kind of a mix of those things. Urania was pro- like the lightest song I did. Yeah. And I'm so happy that everyone loved it because I wrote it from a place of joy. And a lot of people do write music from a place of pain. Yeah. And I get it. it that's easy. Mm-hmm. But I, I was like, what would happen if I wrote something from a place of joy? And I just love that it popped off as a result and it resonated with people. Yeah. So, uh, so Slow Wave is, this year's EP was all rock music. It's more the heavy emotions. And then next year, actually, yes, it's all going to be, um, I don't have a name for it yet, but it's all going to be like ambient. It's exploratory of more light themes. It's going to be very soft stuff because I, I sing so many like vocally intense songs. I realized I'm like, I need to mix some for soft slow things wave. in. So, yeah, Slow Wave was very intense. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it was very intense. And you had, um, you paired up with someone. Yes. What my uh Hess? Yeah, Josh Haas. Haas, yeah. Haas. Uh, he goes by Wild Zest. Yeah, so not only am I doing Aeonic Media with him, but he also does music. So we're uh, under the name Wild Zest, and yeah, he we wrote that song earlier this year. Um, and he's just very vocally talented and a good complimentary. Like, yeah. I love duetting with people. So yeah. it was fun to explore that because I don't have a lot of duets, and I want to do that more. Yeah, I liked that balance. It was like a familiar, but like cool. Oh, thank you. Um, are you still working at Monkey Bar? 
I am. Yeah, currently. Yeah, I do bingo there just one night a week. Really? What night? What night yeah. can we find you there? It'll be, uh, I do it every Wednesday, 8 to 10 p.m. Oh goodness. <laughs> Get lucky. Yeah. I'm That's so used cool. to saying it. I'm like, I can yeah, you put on the bingo voice. The bingo voice. <laughs> I thought you were doing like karaoke there, though. Was uh, I turn it thing? into karaoke. Oh, you do? <laughs> because I'm like, okay, for 30 seconds, we can all sing along. Like, it makes me unique oh, as a host. that's fun. <laughs> I, I can't help myself. I'm like, I, I would do better probably doing karaoke hosting. But if I can do musical bingo, I'm like, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy to do that. So It works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that does sound like fun. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh, are you? So you were telling me how you um write your lyrics yes. are you able to like write it on the fly no no okay okay yeah that's so a I was great gonna question. play a, a game for you with you uh, if i gave you a word oh like or and if you had like a beat or something i don't know like what do you mean by um you know playing with the art of playing with words okay so there's two ways there's double entendres and that's something i really enjoy but there's also hermeneutics Oh, so <laughs> tell me about that. So double entendres is like, I like to add layers in my music. So an example would be in the song, The Sound. The name The Sound is the name of a beach in North Carolina, but also it's the sound as in music. Yeah. See how like people get lit up when they go, oh, it means two things. Yeah. It gives you like a dopamine hit or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the, the sound, I did it a lot. I had a lot of um, ocean entendres. So I said I curl up safe and sound in my shell. And when everything's around, or, or I see it swell. So that's that idea of like, often like we can feel like everything is good around us. Yeah. Or other people would say things are swell, but I see it swell, meaning things are like, swelling up inside. Yeah, yeah. The same way like the ocean swells right yes. before it crashes. Oh my gosh. How long, how long did it take you to write that? Just those two lines. I wrote that one actually on the beach. That one actually flowed out pretty well, like yeah. pretty easily. They don't always flow out. Usually what happens is my writing process is I'll just brain dump my emotions first. And usually it's kind of like the most basic language you can think of. And then I start taking those concepts and then I start turning them into entendres where I like, I find ways to play with the words. Yeah. Like create more poetic ways of saying the same thing. Cool. Did you start out with poetry? No, I actually was never really considered myself like a poet but for some reason like I think what it is is I would say it's like lyrics are my specialty and they are but I I think I noticed I kind of like um I, <laughs> I've always liked uh like rap battles and like yeah stuff like that <laughs> and my sister and I used to kind of joke about like that and then uh I developed that out more in 2020 there wasn't much to do so um yeah there was some do you think you could in. rap battle you do you mean you developed your rap battle skills so so for me to process my emotions i noticed i would just write i would write out bars and then um i just didn't really do anything with it but then i will say so there's music i post i release in public and then there's music that i just make for me to get my emotions out mm -hmm. and i did actually like i wrote two songs that i actually rapped you and did? I did. And, and the reason why is because I knew I, I was like, I'll never release a song where I rap because you I'm not good at rapping. To. I want to hear it. <laughs> oh, go. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesse put you on the spot. Oh, okay. I can pull some of my, my lines that I did for one of my songs. Okay. 
Getting angry feels silly cause it gives me the willies But don't mistake that for my heart being chilly Cause it's warm in here Are you smelling the fear? It's a black dog barking at a squirrel that's near <laughs> Wow I, I had to pull it from memory I couldn't do it on the fly Well but done that, that was for a, yeah, I wrote a song some people think like uh, they'll say like when they first see me they'll be like yeah you look like a bad bitch like that's what they'll say I don't know if I can really? here if you need to oh, no, that out. no no okay okay that's fine so they'll be like yeah I see you you look like a bad bitch and then they're like and then I talk to you and you're like the sweetest yeah. person and so I wrote a whole song where I'm like am I am I not a bad enough bitch like <laughs> <laughs> I know but I made like a bunch of dog puns like where I say double entendres yeah so yeah yeah I made a lot of dog so jokes that's in it. been recorded just not released yeah like it's been professionally recorded because oh. my friend is like really good at professionally recording so it's really funny that i just sit on this song where i'm like yeah it's you in the sit in the catalog that. you must release that maybe, maybe i'll do an april fool's show and that's the only time i'll play it do it you gotta <laughs> let us know though <laughs> it's it's kind of hilarious it's got like lonely island vibes where like because i'm not like i said i'm not i know but a rapper <laughs> i love that though i, I need yeah. to hear it that, yeah, it's actually, that's what frustrates me. I'm like, it's some of my best work. I'm like, is oh. it? Or is it just really profound to me? So I think it's my best. You know? Oh my gosh. We have to hear it. We yeah. have to hear it. We have to release it. <laughs> um, it was great talking to you. Um, we hope to have you back. Yeah, I'd love Before to. Before you leave, uh, we always want to ask, is there any uh, buddy you can think of that you think is a local celebrity that you would want to nominate to have mm. on the show? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay. Let me think about that. And also, while you're thinking, you get a local celebrity T-shirt. Ooh. Um, we have tank tops and we have tees, but oh, cool! I love that. You. Yes, thank you. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah, it was awesome having you. Um, please come back whenever you need to. Yeah, I would love say to say something. I mean, I would like to hear more about uh, your new business venture. Um, anytime you have something going on let us know yes a uh, new song dropping can you hear the one that i'm collaborating with is going to be on january 12th january 12th all right yeah. we'll okay. come out and we'll listen for that your pre-save link is up and so yeah um okay local celebrity i have one okay tell me tell me so she's pretty young but every time i hear her i just i she it does something to me i just feel that she's got it yeah um, this would be Nyla Lois. Oh, definitely Nyla Lois. You've been yeah. nominated. <laughs> I love her. She's, she's great. So her mother's great too. Yeah, They've Trace been collaborating. I love their collabs. Yeah. I know. Tracy's great at everything. I just I uh, bought some mugs from her this holiday season. Aww. And I need two more Tracy because uh I I gave them out as gifts and I'm, I was going to keep one, but I was like I needed one and I, was, I know you have two more. I'm going to buy them from you. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thank you, Kim. It was so nice talking to you. Yes, thank you. We'll see you again in the new year. Yes, see you then. Awesome, thank you. To be a sponsor or nominate a guest, hit us up on Instagram at local underscore celebrity underscore Brevard. Until next time, goodbye.